Welcome to our true nature, and we are at Flair Exchange Makers Club tonight. <laughs> I'm with Anna Posa and Patch Tula, and this is such a special episode because I brought all my setup to Anna's nice Xiaomi showroom <laughs> home tonight. <laughs> and thank you for the wine, Anna. Our True Nature is a podcast that features interviews with personalities in the fields of ecological sustainability, natural and cultural heritage conservation, circular economy, and social enterprises in the Philippines. And I just hope that this episode will be fun. The topic is a little bit um, serious. talks about mental health, self-care, and the changes that we, s- we seek in the world. Oh, so you're Wow. <laughs> so before I start, though, I, I'll, I'll play this very important song for our generation. Okay. Really? Hit it. Define me. They'll sue me if I play longer. <laughs> you know this song, Anna? Of course. What, what do you think it uh, talks about? Um, lack of body positivity. Does it also speak about what society expects of us? And <laughs> 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 But yeah, the societal standards of beauty that we yeah. are pressured to to be. Thank you very much for your time, <laughs> Anna and Patch, for being on this podcast. And tonight, we'll talk about, quote-unquote, change-making and wow. burnouts. Wow, Such word. a big word. Let us introduce our guest for tonight. We'll start with your name. And if you had a logo, what symbol of nature would it have? A symbol of nature can be a plant or an animal or an inanimate object found in nature. Okay, okay I'll start. Wow. <laughs> so my name is Patch. Hi, Ooh. Dave. Um, my logo, my nature-inspired logo would probably be uh, um, an eagle. Um, because, well, even, yeah, even when I was young, I've always wanted, like, if I was asked, like, a question, like, what kind of superpower you want to have, it's always related to flying. So... Uh, yeah, so I guess like an eagle would be like the instant uh, animal for me that I could relate to. Any species of eagle in, have in, you have Philippine in mind? eagle. Philippine eagle. Yeah. This is the only species. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember the white-bellied sea eagle that you saw in the Nugan? In the Nugan. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they say that there's a kind of leadership that's the eagle style of leadership. Whoa. Where it's like, yeah. Soaring I did not know and, that. And very, uh, no, big picture. Big when picture. all I thought about was flying. But are you a big picture leader? I'd like to believe so, naman, that I see things from like a macro perspective. perspective. Yeah. From a perspective. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's really, like I chose Eagle because it's flying, but like maybe symbolically... 
uh, ano rin, uh, being able to see things on the macro level or like being able to see bigger, uh, like a like a painting myself, like painting for myself a bigger picture of yeah. what I want to be. Wait. Wow. Wow. Tinawid mo <laughs> lang yung <laughs> Natawid ko yung gusto ko lang flying eh. Tapos siglang Anna, I, I imagine you would be something marine. Of course. So I would um, I'm Anna Alfosa and I am the executive director and chief mermaid of Save Philippine Seas. So naturally I would pick a sea creature and I would pick an octopus. Um, I think the octopus is one of the most interesting marine species because they're, they easily adapt to things. And there are so many experiments where they give, like scientists give um, an octopus like a puzzle or a toy and they figure it out. And I think, you know, me as, I, I didn't come from a marine conservation background. I was more of an arts background. I was in theater. I was in writing. I was in journalism. And I just kind of figured things out along the way. But also, since an octopus has eight uh, <clears throat> tentacles, it can multitask. And I feel like, as the executive director of Save Philippines, I've had to multitask from doing everything from fundraising to managing people to organizing events, leading campaigns, Photoshop, you know, video editing, social media, I've had to do all of those things. It also speaks about your ability to camouflage and to change shape and texture and color to fit in and to fit in the role that you need to to fit into. And I can also be very toxic, like a blue ring (laughs) octopus. (laughs) And then you, yeah, no, you, how do you, octopus, what's the plural of octopus? Octopuses. Is that octopus? Octopuses. No, octopuses. <laughs> I'm 100% sure. I read a book called The Soul of an Octopus. And it clarifies. It's not octopi because of the etymology. Do you also like eject Dart. ink? And the black ink when you're stressed? Um, you think? Symbolically, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> What's amazing about the, the, octop- the octopus is that even the the skin, it it copies the texture of a surface, you know, the, a surface. or yeah, an area. So amazing! And yeah. do you think they're Type A personalities, octopuses? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. I would say they are. They are. They're so smart. Like in in one of the in the New England Aquarium, they gave they gave an octopus a a puzzle. So the octopus was supposed to get items from inside this toy. And the octopus did not just figure it out, but actually returned those pieces inside. Amazing. Well, Isn't that so Any amazing? species in mind you have for... It's blue ring. Blue ring. <laughs> the one with the glowing blue rings yeah. when they're agitated. Yeah. And they can be very fatal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... Anna, you spoke about your role as executive director of Save Philippine Seas, but can you tell us more about what you do and what you're passionate about? So Save Philippine Seas is uh, my elevator pitch. <laughs> ng handa. Um, Save Philippine Seas is a movement that protects the coastal and marine resources through empowering Filipinos for collective action and behavior change. Wow. Memorize mo ba yan? Siyempre, <laughs> memorize ko, no? Yan yung, ano, yan yung, ano ko. Can you say pitch. that again? Um, it's, it's a movement, yeah, that empowers Filipinos for collective action and behavior change. Oh, di ba? 
fuck. Anyway, so what I'm so that sums up what I'm most passionate about. It's really empowering people to find their potential and do something worth, you know, pursuing for a greater cause. Even if they're not marine biologists exactly. or scientists. Yeah, because I wasn't. And I don't I wouldn't consider myself one mm. until now. I wanna talk about behavior change a little bit later. Later, okay. When we had more wine. Patch, <laughs> <laughs> okay. come Okay. Tell us what you do. Uh, so I'm Patch, the founder and CEO of The Spark Project. And what we are, we are a Philippine-based crowdfunding website. We're also a startup community. What we do is enable creative and conscious entrepreneurs who want to you know, get their stuff out there. So we do that through crowdfunding. And are you the there, first and the we are and the, pioneering we're one of the first uh, first uh web crowdfunding websites that um set up here in the Philippines mm-hmm. and we are the longest running because when we all started ah. way back in 2013 like my contemporaries then were I know they they closed shop already so we're like the longest running and you, uh, definitely you're passionate about yes so yeah it um the at the core of Spark Project, we are here to enable uh, entrepreneurs. Like I guess, like what Anna said, like I didn't grow up in an entrepreneurial family, but then uh, I was able, because of my work at the Spark Project, I learned along the way how to be an entrepreneur. And I believe that you know other people who have great ideas can do the same, and that's our mission to be able to enable people. Um, and that has been also an extension of myself. That has been my life's mission as well. I'm assuming that people who clicked on this uh, Spotify episode actually know the two of you, and they really want to learn more about where you, you know, where you're from, and how how are you doing basically? <laughs> we're from, we're from, we're we're from, from Flair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In, in case you're wondering what Flair is, Flair it's for. Yeah. It's a residential yeah. area, yeah. and Patch and I happen to live in the same place. Did you plan it? Did you, did no. you plan to be neighbors? <laughs> no, 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 we didn't. That was coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. Coincidence lang. Yeah. Maybe I need to move here so that I can become a change maker too. <laughs> we always <laughs> joke about this, how this place has the highest number of change makers <laughs> for square you. So I imagine having a, a place, uh, well, Having a home here at Flair. You're always welcome. Oh, here. thank you. <laughs> You're an honorary. Honorary member. Honorary member. You, you, you make your home a place where you can rest for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> after a day's work, after a week's work, after a month's work yeah. mm-hmm. of doing what you do. Um, do you ever find yourself in a burnout? And mm-hmm. can you help me define what a burnout is too? Like, is it just That's physical really exhaustion or is yeah. it, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's more than physical exhaustion, obviously. It's, it, it's mental and it could be emotional. It's definitely emotional and psychological as well. Mm-hmm. I think feeling burnout as a change maker is unavoidable because there are so many things that you're thinking about. I mean, for both Patch and I, we're both founders of our own organizations, um, you know, they're smaller organizations in terms of like employees or in not not I'm not saying small in terms of impact, but small in terms of size, in terms of 
whatever it is. Definitely not small um, in terms of impact because, yeah. Um, And so you're already thinking about the problems you want to solve in the Philippines and in the world. And then you're raising funds, you're looking for partners, you're supporting your beneficiaries, you're training people, you yourself, you're learning. So it's a lot. So I'm assuming you've had. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't say that I feel like I'm always burned out. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like, I feel like, well, burnout is something that continuously, at least for me in my experience, it's something that um, it's a perpetual or like a, for me, like it's not spikes or like, uh, how do you call it? Like, uh, yeah, valleys and and peaks and valleys. (laughs) But for me, I would describe my kind of burnout would be, as something that's more kind of like consistent because of the nature of the work that we're doing. Yeah. Uh, you're always pulled in so many directions. And because you're like a solo or like a, you're, you're, you run a small team, uh, you, there are a lot of times you feel like you have to do a lot also. You're, you're expected to do a lot more for the organization or for for. For the for the, world, for the venture or for <laughs> that you started, right? because you know that what you're doing would would have a bigger impact, you know, outside. So, do you, yeah. do you have family or loved ones or friends who go to you and say, you know what, you should really take care of yourself first before taking care of the world? Do you get this? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, and how do you respond? But to it? but see, there's. We, as changemakers or uh, whatever, ambassadors of the work that we're doing, we're always expected to be okay. We're always expected to be um, bringing our A-game all the time. And I feel like, for me personally, there's sometimes there's a disconnect between work, Anna, and like real-life Anna. You know? And it's only very few people who have seen me. Because when I'm on stage or when I'm in a meeting, I feel like I'm on it. And then after that, I'm like, wow... I'm so tired. Yeah. I'm so tired. Why do you have that, 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 I don't know, when you were in a stage or in a meeting, you have this energy and power. Is it because you feel you need to do this for other people or for the, for the many other people that are in marine animals that you're fighting for? Is that? Yeah, what? it's, it's for the cost, right? Yeah. So I've, for me, I think of the bigger picture, <clears throat> but over the years, I think I've learned to, to catch myself so Patch and I had a conversation before about what kind of worker are you, and he's a sprinter. Uh, no, I know uh, a marathoner, and I'm a sprinter. So I'm the type of person who will, like, work on something like Intense. seven days straight. Like, don't talk to me. I'm gonna finish this, and then after that, I'm like dead. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I just, I'm burned out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, for me, I'm a marathoner. Like, I can't do what Anna does. Na. Uh, for like a short span of time, be highly intensely productive. I need my breaks. Or I, I can only be productive like in bursts. Mm-hmm. So I spread. If I know I have like a big tall order to let's say a big project, like I I try my best to to spread it out across a longer period of time. So you're you're already starting to tell me how you deal with bur- your burnouts. Yeah. yeah. But is there any specific <clears throat> practice or or activity that you do to deal with your exhaustion and let's say more, the, more than the physical exhaustion? 
I'm more than the well. I guess it's con- it's both connected, like the physical and um, psychological. Uh, how I how I kind of like re-energize because I'm an introvert. Uh, I, I I identify as an introvert. So uh, especially when I let's say spend the whole week in in a conference or in a in a workshop, I really need some time by myself to recharge and kind of disconnect and. Yeah, uh, being able to do that helps me fight for the next, you know, battle. Round. Round. When you when you uh, say disconnect, you mean you don't go online? You no, I all, I still do. <laughs> I still do. Do you watch Netflix? Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah, because I just and chill. I, I uh, yeah, uh, I just <laughs> purchased my um, I just purchased. <laughs> What's your favorite myself, Netflix? I a new. I, I I just got myself uh, a uh, Xiaomi. No, no, not a Xiaomi. <laughs> uh, what do you call this? Uh, Apple TV. So what so, what do you watch? So Netflix yesterday says uh I the only show that I've watched like series that I've watched since season 1 until now is Grey's Anatomy. Talaga? What? Mm. So that still goes on. Still. Oh, is so, it on Netflix? <laughs> yeah, so I oh just discovered yesterday that because they usually dump, ba, a dump a season. Uh-huh. So for the longest, I've been disconnected with what's happening with Grace because I didn't want to go on parang the effort of going on like a, a pirated streaming site. So I was just waiting for Netflix to drop it. And then when I was going through Netflix last night, I saw the Grey's Anatomy. And then I saw there was season 15. Na. So I started, I watched two episodes. I watched two episodes. So yeah, so recently, my, 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 my mode of distressing or yeah, parang re, uh, being by myself is, is watching, watching Netflix. And more or anything, anything more? Uh, that a game? Do you have to play games? No, you, no, you, no. You don't have games on your computer. Mobile Legends. No, no, ML. And sleep also. Mm, like that. And I also go to church. That also helps me kind of, uh, uh, yeah, like Sundays. During a service. Yeah, during a service. Do you go to church like when there's no service and you just stick? Sometimes also for qui- if I want quiet. Yeah. And most of the time I, I, I really like some alone time and quiet time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes nga I feel like it I, I ask I want quiet time, alone time too much. <laughs> that I need to like I need to interact with people. Naman. So I think that's a sign for me to start ano naman, um, oh, yeah. going out naman. So my gender recharge now. For me, um it's three things. One is working out. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> because you're such a fitness junkie. No, but working out for me is like my meditation. Because it's mm. one hour where I don't have my phone. I'm focusing on something that's not work-related. I'm focusing on myself and pushing my body to do things that I didn't think I was capable of. It's like it's like open water swimming. I didn't grow up a swimmer. And then I finished an op- a 6K open water Just race. like that. Just like that. <laughs> no, but it w- I was a bit obsessed about, <laughs> about training. Um, so working out. Um, so I, I do calisthenics. I swim. I do yoga. It's still very A-game. Like very... Yeah, it is. It is. Like, hardcore. Yeah. I don't join races to finish. I join them to win. <laughs> 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 but but it gives me something else to focus on besides work. But you which had I a background so in, uh, in theater and music. Yeah, exactly. Do you still use that mm-hmm. as, a, as a means to 
relax or to... Well, when I'm alone, like in the car or when I'm cleaning my apartment, <laughs> I sing or like Broadway songs and that's What my, Broadway the song stage, would so. make you like super relaxed after a long day's work? Um, or make ooh. you feel... Give you the end, endorphins? Ba yun, yung, the, like the positive... Bakit Broadway song? <laughs> or, or whatever musical whatever. song. Um, I have a playlist called Karaoke. So yun yung mga kinakanta ko sa kotse pag stuck in traffic. Ganun. On top of your head, what would be so, a good ano, song? Mga... Uh, right now, it's Moana. Oh, diba? <laughs> kasi feel na feel ko ako si Moana. Anyway, so working out and then another one is reading. So I was an English major and my favorite thing to do at night. I try to read one chapter in the morning and one chapter at night of a non-fiction novel. And it's, you know, just what are different you, learning. What, the, right what is the, the most recent title that you've read? So right now I'm reading The Year of Magical Thinking by Joan Didion, which is actually wow. a non-fiction novel about how her husband, like her husband's death. So it's not the happiest piece, but... <laughs> I'm going to read another one. I have several lined up. And then third is hanging out with friends. Um, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a type of person who nurtures relationships with people, so I like keeping in touch. I'm the opposite naman of Patch. I'm a super extrovert. And I, I have different sets of friends. I have my high school friends. I have my theater friends. I have my advocacy friends. I have my environment friends. So <clears throat> I get in touch with them often and check on them. And it's always good to surround yourself with people who who know what you're going through. So that's my development and environment friends and people that I connect with from with history, which you know, my high school friends are my cousins. Is there anything that you recommend for anyone who's going through a burnout? A uh, book, a movie, a TV uh, <laughs> show? <laughs> well, I didn't mention kanina, like listening to music also is uh, no, therapeutic for music. me. So me perhaps like having your playlist, like <laughs> coming up with a playlist that for your cremation. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's what Dave does. <laughs> yeah, the parang things that would remind you of you know parang very positive vibes or like positive or happy memories. Um, I think that's one. Uh, what else? Do you do you recommend? So you you said your exercise Anna is a form of meditation. Have you ever like? Well, yoga is yeah, also. A, there, there's a meditation session in yoga. So. Yeah, but I, I like I, I like it when you mentioned that you were kind of getting positive energy from other people. So that's the extrovert part, right? Yeah. And then yeah. Apache naman was more into being alone yeah. and getting that energy and it from yourself. And something else, I think, like what Anna mentioned, like you have different set of friends, and if you want, sometimes, because when you feel burnt out with work. The only people who can understand what you do are people who are kind of like in the uh, who are in the same like space. space as you are. So talk therapy also is very therapeutic. It's very helpful um, just to let parang kind of like rant and be in that safe space. Uh, uh, surround parang with surrounding uh, talking with people uh, in a safe environment where you can really vulnerable or really rant about something because sometimes you know, because you are like us we're heading our different initiatives it's it's hard that it's difficult to just let's say rant on social media about like a certain yeah, thing right? so you, do you that. have to kind of like choose the people who you yeah. shared things with and having that group 
of uh, people who are in the same space or who are going through the same kind of like uh, challenges. challenges as you do are good people to kind of debrief and kind of like process. process. Do you things, yeah. have you ever considered professional help, like therapy, going to a do you call them a shrink? Because mm-hmm. I'm there. I mean, I, I don't. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a question. So, do you? Not yet, um, but maybe I'm at an advantage because, like, one of the, I have several friends who are actually life coaches as a profession. So, going to them is actually kind of like getting free therapy yeah. already. What about medication? Do you, do you ever? I take melatonin every night because I have a hard time sleeping. sleeping. So it's just something to help me sleep. Me also, uh, not yet. Um, my sister is my life coach also. My alarm for my medicine is... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of... Speaking of sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, ha- I ha- um, not yet uh, in terms of having like a going, um, going to a therapist. But my sister is a life coach, so I get to talk to her about um, things as well. So, yeah. I really appreciate you sharing this. I know this is not a topic that you 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 talk about on stage or when you're at work. Because sometimes it shows your vulnerability. It's it's funny. One time I was at the party, um, and then someone went up to me and was like, Are you Anna Posa? And I said, Yes, why? Have you ever been burned out? How did you deal with it? Like, like a total stranger. Wow. Oh, wow. Like mga topics ng parties ngayon. Look at the time. It just went so fast. But um, I still have a couple more questions before okay. we end the, this episode. I'm um, in honor of Patch's um, favorite in honor yeah. <laughs> favorite show on TV. That, oh. So this I'm playing this song. Name wow. the tune. Uh, yeah, yeah. Alam Step one, you say we need to talk you off. Yeah, very so great, very great. Sit down, it's just Smiles politely back at you. How to save a life by the fray. The fray. Yeah, I, I would sing that in karaoke. Oh, oh. Do you know this song, Anna? It pulls some heartstrings. Yeah, it gives me the green. Yeah, add my answer on the playlist. It's there. (laughs) (laughs) So, what life stage? Okay, Um, I had a couple more questions planned, but maybe I I just want to define the word change maker. Is it something that you really call it? I mean, define a change maker, and because you've been called that many, you know, obviously Mm. a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, that that word gets thrown a lot, um, very loosely, I guess. Um, and being called one or considered as a change maker is something that I'm not really comfortable with, to be honest. But it gives also, parang it gives me um, some sort of responsibility to kind of live up to it because a lot of people define change makers. Uh, as people who are doing, you know, um, like awesome things and are also, yeah, doing some revolutionary things, disruptive, disruptive things, things. and it's nice to be to be lined up as one of those, 
uh, it gives me, I guess, more, more like it motivates me. I, I like to just take it as a motivation for me to continue with my work and kind of not let people down. But also, that's also creating that's, that's, burden. Yeah, no? that's, 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 that's true. Huh? So um, the, the pressure also that that word um, is connected with. To me, a change maker is someone who is trying to solve a problem, a complex problem, and doing it um, for that for that cause and not self-serving. You know, yeah. Bigger, bigger purpose. Does it affect your personal relationships? Which one? Being, Being a change. Well, maker. yeah, <laughs> trying to ch- trying to make changes in society. Does it affect your own personal life? I think I've become a lot more selective with the friends that I uh, that I keep. But it's also something I think that comes with age. Like the older you get, the less people pleaser you are. I think when I was in high school, I wanted to be everyone's friend, and then I realized that when I stand up for something, I'm inevitably going to piss people yes, off, exactly. and that's not a bad thing. Not necessarily a bad thing, because you know, losing friends or, or having critics is, it means you're standing up for something. And you're not satisfied with the status quo, is that right? Exactly. That's, so yeah. you gotta you gotta have to say or do something that might yeah. not fit well with others who just want the status quo. It's funny because people always ask or people assume that I do what I do because out of passion and out of love, but it's also because I'm angry. And that anger manifests in the campaigns, in the projects that we do. It's because I'm unhappy with the status quo and I feel like I deserve better. The Philippines deserves better. The Philippine Seas deserve better. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. And speaking of the Philippines, what do you think is the ultimate challenge that uh, our society as, a Filip- as, as Filipinos, a as a country, is facing? I think it's apathy. You answered it at the same time. <laughs> you think you think yeah. there's still a level yeah, of apathy, I mean, even with social lot, media. There are like a lot yeah. of problems that need to be solved, but if there are a lot of things that need need solving in the Philippines or in the world, but that it's the inaction or like not not even inaction, like the apathy, meaning wala silang pakialam, di ba? But Yun even with social media, people just comment on, mm. on all issues, right? So I mean, that's not action. Right. Right. It's not action oriented. So it's just ranting. So mm-hmm. yun yung sakit natin na the pag madaming ganun, if there are a lot of people who just you know say things and then just leave it there for other people to comment or just comment stuff. Not, no no change will happen. Right. What do you think will push us to act? Obviously, that's what you're trying to do. You're yeah. raising awareness on, on different issues, motivating others to uh-huh. to for for interventions or for uh, solutions. But what do you yeah. think will will make people act? Well, for me, bec- with Spark, it's about enabling entrepreneurship. So for us, our measure of success or like knowing that we're doing something is if we get to um, enable these entrepreneurs and become like. Uh, full-fledged entrepreneurs, right? And for uh, for me, I think it's having those kinds of success stories so that people can see that, oh, um, it's possible, then maybe I can do the same. I can, I, I can be an entrepreneur too, or I can be a social entrepreneur too. So 
for us, uh, I mean, to answer your question, I think it's, for uh, for Spark, it's really having success stories mm-hmm. or having people that they can um, look up to. Emulate. Or like, yeah, like a case study that they can say, oh, it's been done, mm-hmm. which means it's not impossible. For me, it's changing the Filipino culture of being reactive instead of preventive. So, for example, laws will only be passed. Laws were only passed after Ondoy happened, or after Yolanda happened. We always wait for things to get worse before we make it better, and that's how. That's what gets people to act. But we don't want, you know, we don't want to have an ocean without any fish or without marine species before we say it's too late. So that's what we're trying to. We're, we're trying to change. And in terms of, you know, going back to the elevator pitch of what SPS is, it's really about getting people to change their behavior. And what we've realized is that through Save Philippine Seas, we really aim not to preach to the choir, but to build the choir. And that means doing conservation out of the box. For us, there is no box, you know. So we try to organize events that are not in the likely places and we try to reach different audiences that usually wouldn't be interested in and by life. the way we just finished but congratulations for the oh. hackathon Anna wow, and Patch because you. you're also and you <laughs> yeah hackathon was a um, was happened both in Manila and Cebu at the same time over the weekend and, and it was a search for tech-based solutions for marine conservation yeah and so the intersection of technology and conservation I wish we could go deep into the Black Mirror-esque um, <laughs> technologies are developed there. But what, what, what are you excited about in, in, in that field? Tech and conservation. Possibility. You're talking about startups, right? You, you yeah. Kanina, and, and then now, since mm-hmm. we're we see mm-hmm. that happen. Uh, we see we saw that happen in mm-hmm. the hackathon. What, yeah. what are you excited about? It's nice. Uh, like the weekend was also eye-opening for me. Like because of you guys, I get now uh, I am more exposed to marine conservation. Uh, what I'm excited about is that um, you know at this day and age, because of technology, we can really kind of leverage on these things to be able to. To, to help save our seas. But again, like what I said last, um, last, last weekend to the participants, technology is really some, is, is really, like we have to treat technology as an enabler and uh, not see it as the, um, not be so fixated and obsessed about technology and work the solution around technology. It has to be the other way around. You have to see the problem first and see how technology can help, can help um, supplement or can help make things easier in marine in the, in that in that um, area of marine conservation. Yeah, I'm most excited about the diversity of people who joined and the diversity of solutions that were proposed. I mean, our age range was 14 to 74. I mean, I think that's incredible. Wow. Incredible, you know? yeah. yeah. A 14-year-old up to a 74-year-old. a 74-year-old yeah. trying to solve these, yeah, these big solutions. questions, exactly. you know. And, and for me, I'm, I'm always coming from a point of view that we're not here to solve all the questions. We're here to ask difficult questions and then live the questions and find answers to that along the way. 
So since you said that, so the segue. Name that tune. Because we made it. That's the cover we want to pass. I don't actually remember what this song means. Overspeeding. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going too fast? I want a ticket to anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. No, but I think before we go to fast talk, I want to ask because I, I play that song because you want to talk about slowing down. Mm-hmm. When you have a burnout, do you plan to stop or slow down? Or because mm-hmm. of obviously you're, you're mm-hmm. you, you are very passionate about your cause and it's about selflessness mm-hmm. but you also need self-care so how do you mix it together mm-hmm. how do you slow down but at the same time still not stop doing what you're doing mm-hmm. um, in terms of planning sometimes I try to plan like ahead but because of the nature of the work mm-hmm. like you're you're needed like 24-7 so I think it's being more intentional that you have to set aside pockets of peace and uh, pockets of um, self-care time with around your daily routine. And then if you have time or if you get to plan, pa, like let's say a vacation, then do that. Or if, if work gets you to go somewhere else, then sneak in a little bit of R&R there. Because it's hard, no? Like, sometimes you receive a call. I'm, I'm imagining Anna receives calls and like, hey, can you do this? Can you do that? Yeah, and you're like, yeah, yeah. You sometimes you just want to grab opportunities and... Yeah, I so I didn't get to share this earlier, but my, my worst burnout was in 2016. It was after my master's when I did too much. I really did too much, but I wasn't thinking that I was doing too much um, because I'm so used to multitasking ever since I was young. So I have a very high level of stress. So what happens to me when I'm stressed is that I don't feel it and I'll never admit it, but then something happens to my body. Mm-hmm. So I've so had physical Yeah, I've had alopecia, so my That's hair that? started falling oh off and I had bald spots and I needed to get injections for my hair to grow back. This was in college. And then when I started working, when I started field work for the first time and I was living out of Manila, I I got GERD, which is like you know, really bad acidity and I was throwing up and, you know, so those are the things that happen to me when I'm stressed. And in 2016, my burnout for me was waking up and dreading that I woke up because I would open my eyes and be like, shit, I can't believe I'm awake. I don't want to do, I don't want to be the chief mermaid. And, and I didn't want to admit that I was feeling bad and I didn't realize it until I... One of my best friends, Anya, who you guys know, you know, she told me, you need to learn to be kind to yourself. And you need to be able to say that you're proud of the things that you've done because you never acknowledge it. Because to me, I was always like... There's something more. Right? Yeah, like I'm not doing enough, I'm not doing enough. And then, and then suddenly, it hits me that, oh my God, I'm so unhappy. I'm so unhappy. How do I end this? How do I stop being the chief mermaid? How do I stop raising funds, etc.? And then... So it was really just putting one foot in front of the other every single day. And having deadlines helped because I will never back out of you know, a project or something that I committed to because that's my personality. Um, but it was really 
I knew that the things I was doing had no passion, had no excitement. It was really just an autopilot. I swear to God, yung autopilot ko medyo matas yung standards <laughs> kasi nga type A ako, di ba? But it really... So now that after going through that, I try to be... I try to catch myself when I know that I'm working too much and I'm not giving myself a break. And yun nga eh, we were talking about being sprinters. So what I do is like, I, last year, I think I worked six months, seven days a week. And I was traveling so much that I would come home, be home for seven hours to pack and repack, and then go. You know, and it was, it was really not healthy. But again, I do it. It's like a cycle because right, I yeah. can't break out of Parang it. addiction then. It's, it, it is like an addiction. Yeah, it is. What are, what are your, what's your message for people who are going through the same thing? Actually, yeah, I, um, my message or like actually want to add it to the conversation. I think I um, should have shared this earlier, I just remembered, like, around that same time also, 2016, Mercury, and Mercury, Mercury. Mercury. I also, I did, really like I also went through something. Year. Oh my yeah, gosh. like, 2016, I felt like I was all over the place. And, yeah, That's getting that. pulled in so many directions. Yeah. So, then, yun, I felt like I was doing so much work, and I'm not, I don't feel, I didn't feel like I was doing something. I was doing many, many things, things, but nothing at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, I think what helped me para kind of center, like, uh, helped me put things into perspective was this book called Essentialism. Um, so is, having read that book and w- with my sister, pa, she was the one who recommended me the book. So um, it helped me kind of like distill what's essential in my life and where do I really want to go. And now, I'm not saying like it's always perfect until today, but it helps you. It's like that North Star. Like it helps me kind of like because you can't stop yourself or you're not immune to so many opportunities to go your way. But it's really choosing the opportunities that bring you closer to where you want to be. So after reading that book and after like being more mindful, like uh, going through like life coaching and stuff, um, now I'm more selective with the endeavors or with opportunities that go my way because I know, so it's really being more intentional because I know that if I do this and say no to this, uh, say yes to this and say no to this, this will bring me a step closer to what I want to be or accomplish in like my goals in life these are valuable these are valuable to anyone who's going through the stage in life where they're trying to do many things to yeah. accomplish many yeah. things and you know that's okay because at the you know when you're starting something or when you're building something you feel like you have to say yes to everything yes. because you have to find yes. the right partners yes. you have to you know build you your movement etc yeah you have yeah. to earn yeah. um, I remember I just remember this that Patch and I we weren't neighbors yet we coincidentally ran into each other at a cafe after not seeing each other for maybe like two years. And I don't remember what we were talking about, but it was about choosing your word for the year. And because I met Patch that fateful day, my word for the year became simplify. And it was after all the burnout, all the exhaustion. Year 2016 though. Yeah, so I think it was early 2017. Mm -hmm. And my word for the year became simplify. And it was my North Star in terms of choosing what I want to do. So now, when I am presented with an opportunity, the question I ask myself is, how does this add value to me? And how does this add value to SPS? So those questions eliminate choice. Mm -hmm. You know, because 
if you if I have a sufficient answer for those questions, then I can say yes or no. And I've also stopped becoming such a people pleaser that I can say, you know what? I don't need this. I can do without it. But it also comes, I think, with a life lesson of valuing your worth, which is very difficult when you're young and starting out. And we're all journeying towards that. Exactly. <clears throat> hmm. Hmm. advice Well, thank you very much, Anna and Patch. I'm sure if somebody's driving and listening to this and um, going through a rough patch at work or trying to prove something, um, your experience is going to be something that they can they can uh, no, they can relate to and then learn from. Mm-hmm. Fast talk na tayo. Sorry okay, guys. Okay. I'm like almost at my time limit. Okay, let's go. Okay. Theme song of your life. <laughs> I asked you to prepare. Oh my god. Come on, on top of your head. On top of your head. Patch. Just here's here's to the night we felt alive. Yeah. What? <laughs> what's what's here's to the night by on by something like that. What's that? Who's here's to the night? Okay. Something like that. Sure, Maybe. Okay, sure. <laughs> if I go, there's just no telling how far I'll go. Wow. <laughs> Para consistent. Okay, for or against war on drugs. Ooh. This war on drugs. Against. Against. Gay marriage. Four. Four. Legalization of marijuana for medical use. Four. Four. Legalization of marijuana for recreational use. Four. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Four. Four. Four questions. Four questions. Coal fired power plants. Oh, against. Transition to RE. Okay. Against. Gaya, gaya. Geothermal power plants. Renewable, yeah. I think four. Okay, lang. Four. In the right conditions. Yuck. Okay. Banning plastic bags. Plastic bags? Four. Yeah. <laughs> or, I don't know. Ako four. Basta. <laughs> four in certain conditions. Uh, yeah. certain conditions. I want to ask. Okay, next time, name conditions. <laughs> Sending our military to stand against China in the West Philippine Sea. Against. Yeah. Against certain conditions. Learning <laughs> learning Mandarin in the same way we learn English at school. Against. Against. Okay, that's it. Thank you very much for your answers. Feeling wow. kobitin. Parang feeling kobitin. Yeah. Uh, Part two daw bu- My <laughs> uh, extended version. So let's cut here and then extended version. <laughs> it's already, I know, 46 minutes. Okay, um, bye. Thanks for listening. Thank you for... Thanks, Dave. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for having us in your episode. <laughs> thank you for sharing our true nature with us. If you have any questions or any feedback about what we've discussed tonight, you can just comment on my Facebook page, I guess. Or reach out to Anna or Patch, if you have any ideas about what changes you want to do make this project collaborations. But yeah, so I'm leaving you with this song. It's a very apt song. Name that tune. You think you broke my heart You know this song, right? For goodness. <laughs> <laughs> in alam lang love yourself. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Dave. 